All right, welcome back to the Kahaleolo Massage Podcast. This is Aaron. So this time around, not necessarily doing a fun podcast, we'll say, but it's not necessarily about massage either. And so today we're going to talk about probably a subject everybody's thinking about in the last two or three weeks, and that's the coronavirus. You know, thanks to the internet, social media, we're, we're getting all sorts of information. Some of it true, some of it fake, some of it misguided. We're seeing the public react probably in the worst way, especially when people are hoarding toilet paper, hand sanitizer, face masks, wipes. They're just reselling it for profit, whereas other people can really use this, especially in the hospitals and where they need it most. I'm going to be honest, I was thinking that this COVID-19 was just going to be in a way like SARS or MERS where it was localized to a specific area, very self-contained. It would pass by us. We always worry about flu season. You know, people take their annual flu shots. I don't necessarily do that very often. But I guess since my mom is older, um, over 70, I'm looking out for her well-being probably more so than myself. You know, last couple weeks, listen to podcasts. Some of the good ones were um, the Joe Rogan podcast with Michael... Osterholm, uh, episode 1439, and then I listened to um, the Ologies podcast with Ali Ward. It's the Virology podcast, and I've looked at the CDC's website for more information as well. When you listen to these medical professionals or biologists, and it's not that they're painting a rosy picture, they're not painting a doomsday scenario as well. I think the things that we do now will affect the outcome in the end. So people are saying that, you know, worst case scenario is that 25 to 75% of the United States will come up against COVID-19. If you're doing percentages and worst case scenario from that, that's anywhere from 500,000 to a million people dying from COVID-19. That's scary. So they're also saying that one in five people if infected, will require like advanced medical care, especially since it's a upper respiratory infectious disease, similar to SARS, much less communicable. You know, yes, the flu is bad. We tend to compare this situation to the flu, and the flu has killed a lot of people. It is a very big killer, definitely, but you got to think This is five times deadlier than the typical flu, so you got to take it seriously. And unlike the flu season, we we were expecting like, oh, the summer's going to take care of it. No, the summer will do nothing to it. If we're thinking the daytime, the heat, whatever, will kill it, no. It'll easily still transmit. As a people, as a community, what should we do? I think for one, we definitely have to take the situation seriously, but don't just go into like this full-scale panic like some people are doing. Definitely don't panic shop. I think part of the issue in the United States is that we're just so individualistic. You're only caring about yourself. You see those dicks out there who are wanting to buy all the disinfectant. But that person can still get sick. Especially if the fact that everybody around you is sick. So don't be that dick. Be somebody that like, hey, look out for people that aren't people older than you that live in your neighborhood. Make sure they're taken care of. Those are people that likely may need it you know they're not super fast to move or act or whatever and they're going to be left hanging and they're the ones that will be most affected by this virus 
the social distancing thing, I think, is a very good idea, especially in Hawaii, where, you know, it's always hugging, kissing, greeting, hello, fist bumps, handshakes, or whatever. You shouldn't just only think about yourself. You should think about your older grandparents or your aunties and uncles. You know, the kids aren't really affected by this per se. They can still carry it. And if they're carrying it to your grandparents, that is the worst case scenario. So everybody who's immunocompromised, elderly, and elderly is starting to be like over 60. So just keep that in mind as well. A lot of us should really do the stuff that we were taught when we were kids. And hopefully they maybe they don't teach that nowadays. Like wash your freaking hands after you use the bathroom and cover your mouth when you cough. Now I guess they're telling you to cough into the into your elbow or whatever, but I see kids nowadays, they just cough straight up in the air, and that's how people get coronavirus. That's how people get the flu. I'm in a building where I know for a fact somebody doesn't wash their hands after they, they pee. Just wash your damn hands. Basic. So, talked about as being just a normal person in this world, but I'm also I'm a self-employed business owner. So, what am I going to do about that? For me, that's my biggest concern because... Again, I work by myself. I have one office. I got to pay rent by the first of the month. My landlord's not saying, hey, you know, it's a discount. They want their money on the first, and that be that. For me personally, my office is small, so I have no employees. My office might be pretty good to come into because if you're relatively lucky, 80% of the time, you can go from your car my reserve stall to my office without seeing one person. In all honesty, you know, I try to keep this place clean. I'll probably have to do a better job using Lysol disinfectants, whatever. But at that point, it's either you're sick or I'm sick. If one of us gets sick, ultimately. For the time being, I'm going to stay open as best I can. It might mean limited hours. It might be by appointment only. But if you guys aren't sick, I'm going to try not to be sick and at that point it's a trust thing so it's not like i'm not gonna self-quarantine if we have to but i'm gonna stay open but i'm not saying that you shouldn't do it you know if you have kids or you have a family don't you should self-quarantine or at minimum employ self-distancing part of the issue why the united states is kind of putting us on the honor system of self-quarantining is i don't know if you guys have been watching the situation in italy where that's like the worst case scenario where the healthcare system is overrun by the number of people who are sick if you can imagine the situation as being a war it's you know your doctors nurses pas nurse practitioners osteopaths naturopaths anybody who sees patients on a regular basis they're really your first and last line of defense the more people they see the greater the likelihood that they may catch the disease themselves you can't just replenish doctors and nurses there is a finite number if too many doctors and nurses get sick they have to step out they have to take time off they become patients themselves that's when the overrun begins that's what you're seeing in italy where you know they have to figure out who they can save or who has to be let go for lack of a better term when they talk about flattening the curve they're trying to spread out the cases over a longer period of time so if you really do have the COVID-19 gotta get treatment but if you're merely feeling sick step one is to try to stay home and manage it on your own don't go straight to the doctor like you would normally do in a without this outbreak happening 
The question is why? Because you're going to already increase the load on a system that's taxed. And at worst case scenario, if you are merely suffering from the some, from a cold or a flu, you're immunocompromised already. And that can open up you to COVID-19 if somebody is sitting there just actively spouting out germs. That's how it can spread. If you're sick, call the doctor. Let them know what your symptoms are. And if they're like, yes, come in, come in. One, one little study I heard is that if you can hold your breath for 10 seconds, your respiratory system is not compromised. Anything less than 10 seconds and then you have trouble kind of catching your breath after that, you might want to make sure you're okay. That's not like a test that's definitive or anything, but if you have subsequent issues with that, then definitely stay on top of things. So if you aren't sick, congratulations, you definitely need to maintain your immunity your immune health. Definitely exercise consistently, eat well, reduce physical mental stress. And if that means coming for massage, you got to do that too. You know, stay on your daily regimen. For me, I've started to take a multivitamin. I'm going to limit my social interactions for the time being, and I'm trying to exercise a lot more regularly. So I'm trying to do all these things. Um, And you guys should too. Don't freak out. I'm guessing that if you're listening to this podcast, you're not an asshole. (laughs) But if you are, hopefully you can change your ways, look out for other people. Don't only think about yourself. Think about the greater good. Think about your community. Do what you can. And just be smart. We will get through this. So that's all I got for today. Question, comments, definitely hit me up. Kahaleolamassage at gmail.com. You got the website at Kahaleola on Twitter. Listen to some podcasts, tell me what's up, say hi, and I'll talk to you guys later.